0: Episode 55 of the Film Yak Podcast. I'm John. I'm Kevin. Jonathan. And uh, this week is going to be, uh, for better or worse, our year-end special, (laughs) where we talk about our top films of the year, as well as other stuff we watched. We're also going to be doing a deep dive on uh, John Schlesinger's The Falcon and the Snowman. And unfortunately... JR is not here for any of it Because uh, he's moving And so he's got to move He's better than us Yeah, he's better <laughs> <laughs> he, He's moving um, far away mm. And uh, Godspeed, JR So uh, maybe we can squeeze another episode out While he's still here Fingers crossed But uh, for now, it's just going to be the three of us The uh, the losers of the group Reading out our pitiful top tens <laughs> top fives in some situations and and, uh yeah so how's everybody doing doing good all right merry xmas uh christ is dead it's been dead for thousands of years no Mm -hmm. christmas anymore (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say thank you again for the christmas gifts or the Birthday is his birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. Oh yeah, this my is a lum- birthday is today. Together. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's always lumped together. My I'm birthday sorry. is today, and I just got some <laughs> sweet uh, swag, some magic cards, uh, an amazing German import David Bowie forty-five, and uh, a philosophy book second hand <laughs> and uh, <laughs> never really, been read.
1: Really, really cool. Still got, gift got the sticker on it. <laughs> gift card.
2: Been thumbed but never read. <laughs> Not even thumped. Oh. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, you know, I guess uh, let's talk about what we watched. All right. Who wants to begin? Kevin, oh. you should probably begin. You have the most stuff, I
2: think. Yeah. Uh, so I've been rewatching a bunch of Disney movies, and I got to say, for the most part, they actually hold up pretty well, considering, like, I think I'm finished with all of the ones that were made in the 40s. So, like, starting, like, Fantasia is kind of hit or miss. Like, I remember having the VHS of it and ha- and the narrator having a very different voice. And the one that's on the DVD is very different. It's obviously not him talking. And it's, like, really kind of took me out of it. But the animation is still pretty good. I think the biggest problem is, like, some of the music selections and how they're performed. Like, especially Night on Bald Mountain, the animation is really great. But they've sped up the music to, like, a n- neck-breaking speed, and it just kind of ruins it. Hmm. And it's like, nah, that's not very good.
1: That movie never did anything for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never can Never s- really liked it. I can see, like, you know, like, there are parts of it that definitely work, but, like, there are others that, like, aren't as good. And so, you know, it's like any sketch or, like, vignette movie. Like, the vignettes have to stand on their own. And some of them just don't, really. Um, Pinocchio. Pinocchio is actually a lot darker than you might think. It's like... There's the part where, like, Honest John has tricked Pinocchio again into going to Pleasure Island. And... So it's hmm. like all these all the all the bad all the bad boys are going to Pleasure Island where they can like smoke and drink and break things and do all this other stuff, and then by the end of the night, all of them are like physically turning into donkeys, you know <laughs> yeah, metaphorically they're making asses of themselves, but also like when you stop to think about it, it's like, oh no, these children are being kidnapped and sold into slavery it's like. <laughs> Okay, like, you know, I can understand, you know, the moral message, but that's a little too far, I think. Um, and What's
0: your problem with slavery?
1: Got a problem with slavery, boy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where you going, city boy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> My name's Honest John. Yeah. like that, That's just creepy in itself. He's honest on- John. Why? He's honest. It's creepy, though. He's not dishonest, John. That would be creepy. <laughs> My name's Honest John. Like uh, <laughs> and Pleasure Island. Uh, this yeah, is just, just take <laughs> those kids to Pleasure Island. <laughs> this is yeah, not yeah. show 'em a little pleasure. Sound you,
0: you, okay. You gotta turn yourself down.
2: Uh, down? Yeah. Oh, you're okay. way
0: too loud. <laughs> yeah,
3: you <laughs> I really wish I had
2: headphones.
0: You're so fucking Which loud. I don't know.
2: Uh you're in number two, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> is that better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just like you're
0: peeking all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like that. <laughs>
3: Just in between
1: each conversation.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, and, uh, let's uh, see. Uh, Dumbo is worth watching for the pink elephant scene. Perfect film, according
0: to David Mamet. So,
2: I'd be interested to read that article and like hear his. I don't know uh, where
0: when he said that or where, but yeah, because uh, like,
2: like some like hipster bullshit comment. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, and Bambi like. A lot of people apparently are misremembering what happens in Bambi. Bambi's father never dies. Okay. It's the mom that gets shot. Right. So like I don't know, everyone seems to think that it was the dad who gets killed. Um but yeah, that story kinda meanders and yeah, it's it's alright. It's a real shit show. I mean I it could have been don't but...
0: remember anything about it.
2: Yeah, that's the thing about Bambi in general, like I knew that I had seen it, but like most of the stuff I'm like watching as it's as if it's the first time because like it's really not that memorable. Right. So. Yeah. Who's next? Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Favorite Disney movie? Sword and the Stone. Beauty and the Beast.
0: 91.
1: Mm-hmm. You? I don't know. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: What's your wife's
1: favorite? What's my favorite, favorite as a kid was Jungle Book, <laughs> uh, I but I haven't it. seen that in I don't know twenty years.
0: Allison's favorite?
1: Allison's favorite? Uh, probably Beauty and the Beast. Okay,
0: Beauty and the Beast.
2: <laughs> Is Aladdin still good? I like it. Hmm.
0: Uh, it's it, it's all right. I'll tell you what didn't hold up for me was Lion King. When I rewatched it on Blue, it's uh-huh. like. I thought it was going to be like a four and a half or a five. It was like a three. Hmm. I don't know what, what brought Dude. it down. Uh, I remember, it's just like the animation wasn't mm-hmm. as good as I remembered it being. It's good. Uh. I don't know. I'm really. Imp- I was always really impressed with Beauty and the Beast's animation, and then it's also really funny, and right. the voice acting is great, and the story is good, and it's the only one that has like blood in it. <laughs> Gaston stabs him in the back and shoots him with an arrow. It's so right, funny, cool. I love that animated gore Um, So anyway uh, I guess I'll go I watched uh, We've been reading The Giver At school which is a a Fine book but um, You know the kids obviously hate it So it's a real nightmare to get through But last couple of days Half days kids don't do anything You're just babysitting so We watched the 2014 Philip Noyce Uh adaptation of it where they change the characters from 12 year olds to 18 year olds because they don't <laughs> want to work with children <laughs> and uh, it's really just YA garbage like mm. just like any other piece of shit YA book movie you know perfectly fine for Jonathan he loves him he, the Maze Runner was a 5 out of 5 for him but I, I just don't yeah, get it I <laughs> I just don't get it. I uh <laughs> a decent premise.
3: That's it.
2: <laughs> He's just a big fan of Logan's run and like, was like exactly. somewhat of a decent premise. Right? Uh,
0: <laughs> anyway, this, this movie uh has Meryl Streep and Jeff Bridges in it for some reason and they're mm. they're they're just really, you know, set dressing. Uh, the kid who plays the guy in it or the guy who plays the kid, Brent, Brenton Thwaites. Pretty bad,
3: Mm. not
0: as bad as the girl who plays uh, Fiona. Just the worst actress I've ever seen. Mm. And uh, yeah, just really change a lot of stuff and not for the better. Mm. But I understand it sort of. If you read the book, it's like not. It wouldn't be an easy thing to adapt into a. If you want it to relate to children, which is what they want, Mm. so you can't make it the way it is because in the book it's pretty like. It's a downer. <laughs> you know?
1: right. It's a real, real downer. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's a piece of shit. Two out of five.
1: <laughs> John, all right. I uh, caved and watched the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. Jesus Christ! Um, Not by yourself. No, okay. by myself. <laughs> no. no. Are you no, serious? No, yeah. <laughs> no, I watched it without. Are some. you drunk? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew you didn't watch this by yourself. There's like no way. She's been just like, just marathoning the Christmas movies. Just yeah. Back to back. Oh, sure, to back. sure. Try, just struggling to get into the spirit. And, uh, forcing it to happen. Yeah, forcing it to happen. It is not good. Um,
0: I think it like broke all their records and shit for
1: uh, most views. I can like, see why people are into this. It's just like. It's just disposable. Just like, huh? Yeah. It's just like coca-cola i just i mean it goes down easy fast food Mm -hmm. garbage yeah um kurt russell though like what what is what is happening what is he doing he's
0: cashing those disney those netflix checks yeah no (laughs) shit but he's
1: like he seemed like he was like really into it which is weird like he's like really in character
0: i mean he's just doing his job yeah but it's like
1: even uh, dare i say a good job Uh
0: he's a good actor
1: (laughs) yeah i guess so um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only, like, good part I really actually kind of enjoyed was, uh, he knows, like, everything. He's, like, basically, like... God? Just, yeah, basically God, I guess. Wow. But he's, like, uh, he'll, like, come across random strangers and, like, just, just, like, start telling them, like, what they wanted when they were, like, eight years old. Like, oh, yeah, remember that baseball bat you wanted? Yeah, and, it, like, and they're, like... Here what? it is. <laughs> yeah, you, like, he like, actually does. He, like, just takes shit out and stuff and, like, lays it. That was, like, kind of cool, but, uh, yeah, the, the story is absolutely stupid, um...
0: Who's the visionary filmmaker behind this uh masterpiece? I have no
1: idea. I'm not even going to mention their name. Uh
0: <laughs> Just I'll look it up.
1: <laughs> just boring. Uh Yeah. Not not very good. Mm. Well, that's uh, really unfortunate. Even for Christmas, <laughs> uh, Christmas movies. I and mean, that's that's a low bar to begin with. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't I don't uh necessarily agree that it's a low bar.
2: Uh, I mean, how the Grinch Stole Christmas sets it pretty high. The, the original one, the, the Chuck there Jones. Are, one.
0: There are good, there are great Christmas films. I think that that's uh, certainly in the con, contending to be one of them. Mm. Uh, you know, I think there are. Uh, I I've always been a fan of the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah, <laughs> funny movie. Yeah, the Denny's sequence where he goes to Denny's and all the all the fathers are brought their families because they all burnt the turkey and they all have the burnt hand bandage on. Yeah. <laughs> and um yeah it's a good stuff and uh it's you know it's cheesy the the problem with christmas films is that they're inherently for children and so they're not interesting to adults unless you're unless you you know you're one of these people who thinks Die Hard is a christmas film or love actually or whatever but those are very adult movies but you know that's arguable uh clay cadis is the person who directed uh Russell, not Russell Crowe, Kurt Russell in his, uh, in his magical performance as St. Nick mm. weird.
1: And there's like strange parts where like he, he, he like quotes, or he doesn't go, but he, he, mentions fake news. Like he'll just go like, Oh, that's fake news. And I'm just like the, the cringe level wow, that's was pretty just, gross. Like, off the charts mm. at that point. I was gonna
3: like, pretty, uh, that's going to be pretty, that's going to, that's going to date your movie pretty hard. Like, why, why yeah. would you do this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunate. It's but scary. you know, uh, I'm glad it's bringing joy to families and children everywhere. Yeah, and uh, your your Scrooge, your good. Scrooge of a heart it, no, will not stop good. it.
1: <laughs> Even the CG, like I mean, it looked pretty good. But the, there's this whole scene where, like, okay, like his bag is like endless. You go in the bag, and it's like basically like a a warehouse, I guess. Right. That's that the Santa Claus did that slash first. portal. Right. Like it has like a portal at the end of it, like that warps you to the North Pole where the elves are like stacking the shit, and like it's going up into the. Or whatever. But uh the elves are just the worst. There's like a huge elf sequence, and they're like these little tiny, like demon-looking things that like speak this like s- like Icelandic slash Spanish <laughs> language, and it's like it's like nails on a chalkboard. God, it was harsh. Oof. But yeah, one and a half oh, flaming
2: pile of shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. John, you want to talk about the house that Jack built? Yeah, sure. Cool. So the house that Jack built, the new Lars von Trier movie.
0: Well, which is apparently possibly his his last movie. He said. Sure.
2: I don't know. I feel like he said it. I don't know. Yeah, Tarantino said he was going to stop directing after eight movies. But ten. Ten.
0: Yeah, ten. See, movies. I
2: think he changed that.
0: Oh, I don't know. He, I, he's I don't he's know. cheating already though because yeah, he's yeah, made yeah, nine yeah. already. Or Eleven. Right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be his 10th film, but he's cheating and saying it's going to be his 9th because Kill Bill is one movie, two volumes, right? which is right. bullshit. Yeah,
2: but cheating. Whatever, man. He's not going to count his short film from Four Rooms? No, probably not. Okay.
0: Or his episode of ER.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, so Matt Dillon, serial killer, architect, engineer, Really interesting premise with uh, Verge. I won't give away too much. But failed architect. Hmm.
3: It
2: says failed architect. I, I don't will... know. They never I, they, they never go, go into, into that at like all. Yeah, That's they never weird. really go into like
0: He gets mad at uh what's her face? Riley Keogh. Simple. Simple because he's trying to explain to her that he is an architect and not an engineer. Right. He's mad about being thought of as an engineer.
2: Right. But they never show him really doing any architectural or engineering things except yeah. for like the little bit you see of him trying to build this house.
0: The movie is extremely focused on him killing people. Yeah. And not it's not concerned a lot with building his character at all. Right. It's not in that way, anyway. They don't show yeah, yeah. you anything. But through his conversations with Verge, mm. you learn about the person that he is, sort of, and his rationalizations. Which for me was the most interesting part of the whole movie was his kind of, uh, philosophical debates with verge about why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Why it's necessary. And yeah.
2: yeah. And I like it, how it kind of like breaks the fourth wall sometimes. Like it goes to like the footage of Glenn Gould at the piano and like verge actually says, who is this guy at the piano? Yeah.
0: I (laughs) love all the stock footage rules. And, uh, I, that's like, that's like, Von has been doing that for a while. I think it really works. Yeah. My I'm favorite sure. scene in the whole film is where he's talking about uh, art, and it cuts to the scenes from all of Von Trier's films. Yeah, yeah. Vi- Violence in all of his films. So it's, yes, like, this it's Meta commentary people. on his own art.
2: Yeah. It's re- amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I gave it a four because, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, interesting throughout the whole thing, but, like, Nothing that really like made like pushed it forward into like amazing territory. So like I don't think there was anything that was like bad necessarily, but not like next level good. I
0: uh didn't have any problems with it per se, except for that it's it's way too long.
2: I agree. It's two and a half
0: hours long. It should I think you could easily lose half an hour of it. And um I other than that though, I think it's like quite good. Like really good. It's just the reason it only got to 4 for me was because it's um it's just like um it's one of these movies where like i'm not affected by a lot of stuff but like it's it's like not something i'm looking forward to rewatching like ever i probably will rewatch it at some point <laughs> yeah but it's just like there's some really dark heinous shit and uh the hunting sequence yeah it's just brutal and i like and, yeah, and the uh, the pouch the pouch, and also the, all the stock footage of like Holocaust stuff in there when he's yeah, talking about the yeah. Germans. It's just like, I don't, I don't want to see any of that, <laughs> but yeah, I but mean, uh, you know, it's it is what it is, and I understand why it's there, and yeah. I think von Trier is a, uh, you know, one of the one of the great cinematic minds. I think he's a genius, honestly. I think he makes great films, and it can't be denied. And I just I wish he would. I'm I'm sorry if he does stop because he clearly knows what he's doing and yeah. he's making uh thoughtful thought-provoking cinema yeah. cinema yes really enjoying it but uh yeah four four out of five definitely bruno gonz is good
2: yeah very good matt well, dylan is great Matt for, dylan is fantastic like, he really like he does a great job of like holding the thing together absolutely well. and
0: if this movie were less controversial, I think he'd be in the running or you'd be hearing his name more for like Oscar contention. Right. Because Cause he's,
2: he's quite good in it. Yeah, because didn't it just get like some... Like Von Trier got something at Cannes or... He got
0: the... No, he got the director prize at uh, in Venice, I think, right? Okay. Was it Venice? Maybe. Was it Cannes? I thought it I was, was in Venice. Uh, I don't know. It was some some festival he got right, the director yeah, award. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so... Well, uh, I, uh, I watched um, The Sisters Brothers mm-hmm. finally got around to uh it's available to torrent illegally so when i <laughs> pick that pick that up and um this is directed by uh a french fellow whose name is jacques odiard don't know who this guy is jr was saying he's good he directed uh rust and bone and a prophet which i've heard of have not seen uh, I hear that Rust and Bone is good from certain people, and then it's really bad from other people. So, mm. but The Sisters Brothers is a Western starring uh, Joaquin and uh, John C. Riley, both who are like it's it's a weird movie because their their performances are so uh, it feels like they're kind of mailing it in a little bit, like they're just mm. kind of and it's John C. Riley, his company produced it, like they own the rights to the book. Oh, okay, but it feels weird. It's like they're not. They're not, you don't feel like they're living their characters. I don't know, that might sound pretentious or something, but whereas on the opposite end of the film, there's Riz Ahmed and Jake Gyllenhaal Mm. who are in this parallel storyline and they're completely lost in their characters. And Gyllenhaal is unbelievably good in this (laughs) like, really, really natural. And he's Mm. got this crazy, uh, almost like a faux english thing going on where it's like he's american but he's speaking so proper it's like when jonathan used to think that frasier was british right <laughs> you know <laughs> cuz he's speaking so properly you know it's like that uh but it's really really that that those sequences are amazing and it's uh the western violence in it is quite good gets pretty gruesome at parts mm. and uh i liked it overall it's uh you know a really solid movie i i said in my review probably the best looking movie of the year mm. really mm. well shot beautiful film the director of photography shot all of gaspar noe's films so oh, oh, wow. really beautiful film you, you do a lot with uh light like the first scene is a shootout at a cabin in the middle of a prairie at pitch black night mm. and it really uses the idea of like there is no light like you can't see shit it's just like a black screen almost you can sort of see the horizon line and then you can just hear their voices screaming at each other and then gunshots start to fire and like it's just like fireworks just like you'll see like a flash or something and it's so fucking good nice and they do that a few times they they mess around with the nighttime and you can't see anything Mm. it's really good it's the first western i can think of that where i've you know seen something like that so quite quite good uh i recommend it good deal But other than that, I I did want to say, though, it's a very conventional other than like it's a Western. It's just like a really simple story about these bounty hunters or they're they're really paid assassins. And they are hunting down Riz Ahmed because their employer wants this formula that Riz Ahmed has because he's a chemist. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a detective who's also been hired to find him. But he falls in with him and they like become buddies. And it's just like a really simple plot it's a good plot but it's like a west just so you know it's no there's nothing like uh it's not like dead man or anything there's nothing philosophical going on Mm or or anything like that you know and uh there is a scene early on where a stable burns and there's a horse running through a field on fire and Hmm. i have absolutely no clue they lit this horse on fire like i don't understand it's not cg i don't know what they did this horse is on fire running through a field it's nuts wow (laughs) But uh, really, really cool images. Gentlemen? <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of how they would do that. That's, uh... Ooh,
0: I wish I had kept the file. I could have showed you guys, Crazy. but I deleted it already.
1: Uh, what the fuck? What did, you, uh, <laughs> what did you give it again? A four. A four? Yeah. yeah.
2: I think uh, Keith Carradine called that a mid-Atlantic accent, like when he was in uh, The Duelists. Word. Word. Yep.
1: Uh, they're British. <laughs> <laughs> um, watched or rewatched *Goodwill Hunting* for the first time in a long time. Mm. Uh, way funnier than I remember. <laughs> um, anything with the Affleck brothers is just crushing. Mm. They are ridiculous. Um, the acting is fantastic from everyone. Really? Did you uh, cry? Be honest. No, I didn't. I, Did I you
0: tear up a little bit though? At, no. at the "It's not
1: your fault" part. No. Come on, that's no. so good. <laughs> I, it was actually like not really affecting at all the the You're
0: stonehearted now i'm
1: not. It, it, i've just seen it so many times at this point and we've like we joke we used to joke around with that a lot too like i don't know like it's not your fault <laughs> so it's just it's just lost all meaning but uh the uh the scene where matt damon like loses it on uh what's her name like, mini, driver. Yeah, mini driver yeah he like loses it and goes like you know like they put cigarettes out on me or whatever and he's like freaking out it's like it, it was like a little over the top like should, like reaching for that oscar maybe mm-hmm. i don't know really, you know what i mean? don't like, think he was nominated he wasn't but i mean like <laughs> right <laughs> eh, i don't know but really well done i don't know just i can see why they won now do you believe that
0: Affleck actually co-wrote this or is it like the family guy sketch where he farts a line
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i think <laughs> Affleck definitely had something to do with this okay. i mean D- judging mean, from where his career is at now, I guess. <laughs> Makes sense. No, it just, he plays a dick so well. Sure. And it's like, he had to, I mean,
0: Affleck's it, a good actor. You know? He yeah, doesn't get a lot of I mean, credit for right, how good of yeah. an actor he can be. Yeah. yeah. He's really great in this. Yeah. Shit.
1: And, uh, the, actually the, the most emotional scene for me, which is probably not very emotional for anyone, but it was the scene where... Uh, yeah, he tells him that he, he's mad at him. Yeah, he he's like, yeah. you know, if I, if I come back, you know, or, or like, if I, I want to just come to your door one day and you're gone, you know what yeah. I mean? If, if, you, <laughs> if we're doing the same shit 10 years from now, I'm going to kick your ass or something like that. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, that was fantastic. But uh,
0: How about the Fields Medal stuff? I love all that. I love anything with him yeah. and Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, guy. yeah. That's a fucking Fields Medal. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I love uh, Scargard's like... Scargard Scargard. <laughs> I love his uh, just utter depression throughout yeah. the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's mad
0: because he's not as smart as this punk Boston kid. <laughs>
1: right. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. I need to rewatch this. And Matt thing. Damon is just... Yeah. he's He's, like, playing chess with everyone constantly. Like, he's, like, six moves ahead of everyone. Like, even in conversations, just, like... He's always manipulating everyone around him.
0: Better or worse than Rounders?
1: Better. I haven't I seen Rounders. <laughs> I, haven't seen forever, so I don't really yeah, know. It. I haven't seen that in
2: forever, so I don't really know. Yeah, same here. Um, I gotta re-watch Rounders. There's we'll have to, do, of we'll have to do a Versus. Do yeah, yeah. That would be interesting at some point <laughs> <laughs> to do like, you know. Verses.
0: like Two comparable films, yeah, like yeah. a double bill, and then just talk about which one's better.
2: Yeah, or like a remake or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think my biggest problem, though, is the the score. Is just strange. Who's this again? Elfman? Daniel Elfman. Yeah. Mm. It's just weird. I don't know. Like, is there bagpipes on sound? I had to go read up about it because I was like, what the fuck is happening in this <laughs> movie? Like, there's this, like, Irish flute thing going on. It's Boston. I know it's Boston, but it's like. It just. Better sound, or worse? It sounds like a, like some kind of, like. It's the like music. Sword and the Stone soundtrackers. I don't know. Bra- I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just think. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, where are the broadswords? Like, I'm just like, are you sure? Are you
0: sure James Horner didn't do the score?
1: <laughs> it's not bad. It's just it felt just out of place. Uh, uh,
0: better or worse soundtrack slash score than The Departed? Because you got all the good like uh, flogging Molly stuff in there, or whatever yeah, it is. That was pretty
1: rough. <laughs> um, That's not a serious question. You don't have to answer that. Um cool well, yeah anyway it's it's fantastic gave it a four cool uh
0: fantastic I gave it a four
1: <laughs> four is like a solid fucking movie yeah dude.
0: oh boy no, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, incredible I'm okay best that.
1: film ever made for yeah right <laughs> rewatch it it's good, right It's just a masterpiece, three and a half out of five yeah <laughs> it's like, uh,
0: yeah all
2: right uh, Kevin so uh I watched seven days in Entebbe which wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um Rosamund Pike actually reins in her overacting quite a bit in this, which I was surprised at. Um and but uh again, this is one of those instances where it's like it's not bad, but it's not really that great either. It's like right in the middle. That's why it's a 3 out of 5. Like um yeah, I mean, there's no like was this from this year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I've, I've yeah. never
1: seen the trailer. Yeah. Like Eddie. 900 times? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie Marsan is good as the defense minister of Israel, and it was funny, like, uh, the farmer from the first scene in *Inglorious Bastards, he's the co-pilot. And he actually ends up uh, talking with Daniel Bruhl quite a lot, so it's like, "Hey, inglorious reunion." And uh, Brontis Yodorovsky plays the pilot, and he's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a the movie itself is you know okay, but I think it's something that probably needs more addressing, like the whole Israel Palestine issue, because like that's the main crux of the movie. Um, and like at the end, like they like do like, you know, this character did this, this character did that. And like the guy, the prime minister at the time was like, like he got assassinated in I think the nineties for trying to sign a peace treaty and you know, it was a uh, pretty, pretty extreme mm-hmm. stuff going on over there. So I think hopefully that will draw more attention to what's going on over there.
0: Cool. I'll probably still skip it.
2: <laughs> I definitely won't see this film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're like, if you're flicking through Netflix one even, night, even even. Yeah, I mean, if it's on Netflix, maybe. No, yeah, yeah even yeah. then, that's its only chance.
0: I didn't even watch this guy's. Come he, on, this guy made Narcos, the director. I say that. And, uh, did it. Oh, I, okay. I'm pretty sure it's Pad- Jose Padilla. Is it not? Am I, right. Am I mistaken? I could be mistaken. I'm but pretty. Yeah, the season uh, was
2: was pretty good. Yeah. So but I, but I he also even did the remake that, so. of RoboCop. Yeah, he's brutal. Oh god, and that was really fucking bad.
0: And I haven't even seen Narcos all the way through, so I mm. definitely won't be watching uh, his uh, this one, Entebbe. Entebbe. But uh, anyway, I'm <clears> I'm out.
2: I'm done. I'm done. I'll just go through these real quick. I've uh, been watching
0: <laughs> The Prophet on Hulu <laughs> with Marcus Lemonis
2: and. Uh, it's
0: getting more and more staged by the episode. I don't know, really.
1: Ah, He's
0: getting fed lines a lot, and you can constantly see his earpiece. It's always showing.
1: Oh no! Yeah, it's brutal. Ouch! First season of the show was pretty great. Hmm.
0: I've, I've been. I watch every episode. I
1: still watch it. I mean, right?
0: He gave this people a deal. They had a store. It was a toy store. Mm-hmm. This is the deal he made. It's an insane deal. Like I don't know what he was thinking. He gave them uh, $75,000 for 50% of a to-be-constructed website where they sell toys. They're going to keep 100% of the business. He's going to give them seventy five grand for this website, but then he's going to build the website himself. He's going to put in all the money for the infrastructure, and then he's going to let them use the 75000 for the store. What the fuck? Like, how how is this a good deal for him? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they still have 50% of this website.
1: Unless it's like an incredible.com name. It's, it is. It's it's santaclausestoys.com. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. But it's See, still. That, that, that itself is probably worth it. They making. own
0: half of it. Yeah, still. strange. And he didn't even. I mean, he's building it from scratch.
2: Mm. I don't know. It's that's... it's
0: absolutely
2: nuts. Go ahead, right. Kevin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry. He won't get far on foot. Really like that one. Murder Party. Now I've seen all of Jeremy Saulnier's movies. You're but... ahead of
0: me there, bud. I haven't seen that one.
2: Um I've like I said in my letterbox review I've never heard the dildo or dildos used so much in one movie. Like it's like all every single character I think calls another character a dildo or you dildos at some point. That's weird. And like yeah like I mean it's pretty bad but it's you know bad like you'd expect. Um so
0: from a movie called Murder Party.
2: Yeah. And um, I thought about doing a Saulnier ranked, but like four movies. Nah, I was like, nah.
0: Like I did a um,
2: which is funny too, because like actually like doing that like it for me it would be two fives and let's see, it's
0: like two really good movies and two kind of shitty
2: ones. Yeah, two fives, a two and a half, and a two. So
0: I did a ranked list of uh, Jeff Nichols' films, mm-hmm. and he's he's only done like five, I think. So uh. it's like not much of a list, you know. Right. You gotta wait till they got like twenty under their belt.
2: Right. And last but certainly not least, the favorite. I'll go ahead and say it: Yorgos' best movie so far. Hmm. Like pretty much everyone who's in this movie, it's their best work to date. And I would highly recommend y'all see it before it gets out of theaters. Highly recommend it.
0: Do what I can. Do. where Would you see it?
2: What AMC? Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. it's playing at 16 and Perkins Row. So. Rather die than go to the Perkins Row.
0: Anyway, uh, cool. Well, let's. Uh, I think we should. I know we didn't talk about this. I think we should do our deep dive first and sure. do top tens at the end. That's great. Um, so our deep dive for this week is uh, my pick. Which is The Falcon and the Snowman from uh, the year of my birth, 1985. Starring Sean Penn, Timothy Hutton, Commissioner Gordon from the Burton (laughs) Batman films. Uh, And uh, other character actors, people you'll recognize but won't be able to name. And uh, directed by John Schlesinger, Mm -hmm. who uh, famously directed and won Oscars for... uh, Cowboy movie, what's it called? Midnight
1: Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy.
0: Movie.
2: Everybody's talking at me. Right,
0: and he also did a Marathon Man, which is just a stone cold masterpiece. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, Falcon and the Snowman. This is my first time watching it in probably ten years, but I'd seen it, you know, maybe six times before that. Used to watch it a lot. Mm. And uh, how would you guys feel? This is your first time. First time. How would you guys feel first about time. Falcon? The Falcon and the Snowman, based on the true story mm. of The Falcon and the Snowman.
2: I feel like Sean Penn is a really underrated actor, especially for like the '80s and like early '90s. He's I think good. he, I think he puts in easily the best performance in this movie.
0: That's fair. I, I'll, he does Paranoid so well. Yeah, like yeah. this movie, Carlito's Way, and uh, The Game. Mm. Like, there's yeah. nobody better at turning in that, like, scared, paranoid performance.
2: Yeah. But it's never, like, so far over the top. I that, believe like, it 100%. Exactly. Especially
0: exactly. in this one where he's coked out of his mind all the time. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you're just like, he's
1: he would be acting like this.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He's very, part very. Good. Of it, when he's in the bathroom, like, snorting heroin or whatever. And yeah. He's like, he's like, it's Coke, man. It's Coke. It's right? a yeah, <laughs> little Coke. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, moving on up. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the acting, and not to not to jump right across everybody's opinion of the film, but uh, I will say that on the flip side of that, I think Timothy Hutton is not great in it. I would agree. I like Timothy Hutton a lot, but this is unf- not one of his. I think it's unfair though, because
1: Sean Penn is like killing it, and it's just like I feel I like sometimes Hutton, he's trying
0: to match that energy though, yeah. and it's a little embarrassing. But I think like, yeah, yeah, I think he, I
1: he, Timothy s- Hutton is trying a little too hard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Like if the scene he would when just he just
1: chill out and just act. The, the
0: scene when deal, he loses right? it on his girlfriend and he starts like slamming the stove. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you
2: don't just, need to do all that. Just kinda, chill yeah, out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like and like that was a thing I thought was kind of weird about like almost all of the characters. Um, like, nobody really stays with one opinion for very long. Like mm-hmm. Timothy Hutton, you know, like you know, he's young and idealistic and then cynical and, you know, goes back and forth and, you know, like I struggles agree. with this like moral dilemma, but like we don't really get like the inner workings of his mind to why he would be struggling with that. Um
0: There doesn't, there's not a good motivation for him doing the things he does. I agree. Like there's actually no reason for it at all. It's just like, yeah, it feels like the filmmakers are just like, well, he's got to do it. So, He'll just start doing it, you know. It's like yeah, there's no I mean, like we'll always we'll give him some kind of like bullshit throwaway thing about you know oh he doesn't like that the CIA is doing this underhandedly in other people's yeah, governments yeah. or whatever. But it's like that's not really a good what enough reason to be
1: that they were it was Australia. About. Yeah, that, I thought that was really ridiculous.
0: That's that's all true.
1: I know, but it's like <laughs> I, it's it's it, they should have made it something different because like it's I guess it's, it is real whatever. But it's like it's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just what's weird. unbelievable about
0: it? It's just
2: it's just strange. I don't know, like. Australia like, is – It know. seems like, like a really random country, especially since, like – I mean, I don't know. A, maybe yeah. the history majors out there will disagree with us. But, like, I don't remember anything of, like, that major significance – in Australia, in any of my history classes. Well, and reading is-
0: about it afterwards, it was the the CIA wanted to oust the prime minister because the prime minister wanted to get rid of the military base, the U.S. military bases on right, in, right. in Australia. Uh, okay. So I mean, that makes sense why they would be trying to get rid of him. See,
1: I thought they were just making that up because it was like it was actually like a South American issue or something because it's like the mid '80s or whatever. Right? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, this well, is it, set
2: like, in the '70s. Oh, that's yeah. Right, yeah, but set, it's like set in the mid '70s and like. I- I don't know. It's like they didn't really... I don't think they did a great job of like putting you in the mid-70s. Well,
0: you got to think like, about... I always though.
2: thought it was the 80s watching the movie, but then I would remember oh, no, this it, this is seventy four, seventy five. Right? I
0: mean, I don't yeah. know if that's 100% fair, though, to the film, only because the film is made in 85, yeah, so it's yeah. not like they're looking back on the 70s through any kind of nostalgic lens. It's like true, it just true. happened. Yeah, things true. aren't that different. If you made a movie about the 70s now, it's American Hustle, right? And everybody's got to have an afro and, like, a leisure suit on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like that's not the way things were. That's a, right, Exactly. It's right. a cartoon vision of things. Uh, yeah, you're looking yeah. through this ridiculous uh media infused you know other movies and things like that whereas yeah. this movie is just looking back at reality so yeah, reality true. is that things haven't changed that much it was you know right. this should happen in 77 78 or whatever and now it's you know six seven years later things have not changed the, the only thing that's hmm. changed maybe is that timothy Hutton wouldn't be wearing that extremely pointy collared shirt
2: that he was wearing you know, <laughs> right part of the movie yeah and uh but, yeah, and, like, the whole the whole thing with, uh, with his dad, like, I feel like the length of the movie probably hurt this movie. Oh, quite I agree. A bit because, I like, agree. everything that the happens 11, in it yeah? is so yeah, spread so out that. that, like, you know, yeah, you get a little bit of it here, a little bit of it later, a sure. little bit of it here and there, but, like, nothing, like, really cohesive. I love the scene when he
0: comes in to the dad, and they're talking about the poem, and he reads the yeah, poem, yeah. He, like, memorized the poem, and he reads it back to him. But, like... At the same time, I would cut that scene because it's completely pointless. Like, it does nothing for them. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't care about Timothy Hutton's character and he's tortured and he's had this childhood, or I don't give a flying fuck. I want to see more of them dealing with the Russians, them being in trouble, the suspense of those paranoid yeah, yeah. meetings that they're having. That's the good stuff. Anything with Sean Penn talking to uh, David Sushet. Yeah, David Sushet is incredible like those scenes rule david suchett rules in those yes, scenes. He's, yes. he's completely uh terrifying <laughs> you know yeah you feel like he could he could just like, he's got that like blank smile on his face all the time yeah <laughs> it's like he's gonna kill you <laughs> right they they really do the 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 fear of i don't know it's just like I, the fear of communism the fear of the soviets it's just very yeah, yeah. it's a very and he'd have to be on cocaine, Sean Penn, to do any of this cuz otherwise yeah. you'd have to like balls of steel to break into the embassy over and over again and
2: Yeah, yeah, just keep showing up and yeah. the, and then it's like say guys, I'm out of government secrets right now, but I can can I introduce int- interest you in some heroin? I'm I'll broker the deal, it'll be real easy. We split the winnings 50-50. Come on. He's great. He's great. And the and the other dude's like what? Yeah, he's
0: pissed off. What are you off, even
2: talking about? Don't fuck! Don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's good. It's yeah. uh those those scenes are great. I do. Yeah, I agree. It's like way too long. And uh, I mean, it should have been a th- a political thriller, and instead yeah, they yeah. try to make it into like a sprawling drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it was a little bit too much. I don't
2: know.
0: Yeah. So, and the score is awful.
2: It's not great. It's. it's I, I was, thought it
0: was like truly terrible. I was like I was I was well, embarrassed watching it. I was like this is brutal.
2: Yeah, it felt like felt lazy. It felt like incredibly lazy. Mm. Yeah, cuz like when I when I like was looking on the back of the DVD like music by Pat Matheny and Lyle Mays, I was like, "Ooh." But then, oh. <laughs>
3: like what? It's just them like kind of noodling <laughs> yeah. around and like <laughs> a, yeah. there
2: there are no like specific themes or like or anything anything and it's like reminded me a lot of like um uh Lady Hawk like Alan Parsons did the music for that and it's just kind of like me. I haven't seen Lady Hawk. Just oh, knocked okay. it
1: out, knocked it out in an afternoon.
2: Yeah, pretty much. But um of you uh either you guys familiar with uh, this is not America the David Bowie tune
0: uh from this had, movie, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: I re- I remember here it was on like the Best of Bowie and uh and like when the uh title title menu came up and the music was playing in the background was like hang on a second and it's like oh yeah yeah i read decent song read
0: that in the trivia that he had made the song Mm. but you know um i don't know i like again i just think it's uh focuses way too much on timothy hutton's like personal drama Right, and I like all the stuff with the Black Vault. I like the idea yeah. that like they are completely—they're so high clearance that they can do whatever they want because nobody can check on them.
2: Right, but that was a funny thing about like when you know you don't talk about this, you don't talk about this, and like then he gets down to the Black Vault, and the guy immediately is offering him margaritas, yeah. <laughs> and like literally in the next scene they're at a titty bar, and he's go- like. I killed eight communists in Laos with my bare hands. I believe you. No, you don't.
0: I like that guy though. He's 8-Ball eight eight ball from Full Metal Jacket. Oh okay. He's uh I like when he says, I don't understand why you don't just blow up this motherfucker's car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's so weird, like you know like like is this what he's like when he's drunk? <laughs> like and then like you know, like Alright. I'm taking Eastern Europe. <laughs>
0: Did like, you guys look up the uh, the the camera that he uh, used, the spy camera? No. It's a, a real camera. Building. It's a Minox. Uh, it cost, it's still like $200 on eBay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So it's actually more now than it was then because I think he says it was $189 or something like that one. Right. He, he takes it hmm. from him. I love all that shit, too, when he's like losing control. He's like taking pictures of the girls with it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: And then, like, Sean Penn's face when he sees that it's just pictures of naked women, like... Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <gasps> I don't know how this happened. I'm going to figure it out. Nah. i figure it out. <laughs> he's, he's trying to be professional. Yeah, All that kind of stuff, too. I don't understand the motivations behind that either because it's like... I understand, like, Timothy Hutton being frustrated with him. But mm. then Timothy Hutton plays it almost like... You shouldn't have given me a reason to do that. Ha 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 wink wink. And it's just like you yeah. could have gotten him killed, man. What like what he,
2: the fuck? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like he like he said it, like you wanna say that a little louder? I don't think all the neighbors heard you. Yeah. And uh You're yeah. a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like like the guy cleaning the pool, like glances up. And it's like
0: and also I'm I don't, I don't know, it's, it's weird, just like, like Tim T- he's so he's supposed to be smart. Yeah. He feels yeah. like he's supposed to be like this gifted, like, you know, uh he was he was in seminary. He quit because he's couldn't do it anymore, and he's he can't figure out what he wants to do with his life. But clearly, he's very, very gifted, very, very intelligent. Yeah, which, and yet he chooses his moronic drug dealer buddy to go to the Russians for. I mean, it's like a, it's the
2: stupidest idea you could ever have. Yeah, it's like they they yeah they don't even really do a great job of establishing like why he's like yeah like his dad used to work for the FBI, but like. Even with nepotism, like, you don't get, like, that far without having, like, something on the ball. Right. And, like, I feel like they didn't do a great job of establishing, like, you know, why Hutton's character was being trusted as much as he was. Or or even, like, you know, like, he, he seems to be, like, on one hand, like, totally oblivious to the consequences. But then, like, there's that... That girl whose name I don't even remember that he was sort of in love with, and you know he like all oh, that shit's brutal with. too. When yeah, he goes
0: back to her at the theater, I love you. I yeah. always
2: did love you. Like yeah, what? It's like, Who cares? It's like they'll, they'll use you to get to me. It's like it's like some it's like some studio exec. Like hey guys, you oh, you know God. you know how in like in a lot of these <laughs> spy dramas, like they fall in love with someone. We need that. We need a love interest. I just say this story would have been better in
1: someone else's hands. Really. I mean. I think it's a good story.
0: I just it's think it. End. I think it was made at a at a bad time. I think if you it made like, it, yeah. if you made it now,
1: it would it might have been better. It's yeah.
0: Cause like, uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's schlesinger's fault necessarily. I think it's just a product of the time it was made in.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because like because like Marathon Man was like 75, 76. Mm-hmm. So like you know right before like the new Hollywood thing went away. Yeah, didn't like his this, career
0: like tank too before
2: this. I think. Like, there was one other movie that he did in, like, the late 70s that, like, was, like, a real, real... Stinker? Stinker, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he did um, Honky Tonk Freeway (laughs) and Yanks.
2: I want to say it was Yanks. And then he did,
0: I mean, clearly his honky tonk freeway and yanks were bad for him because then he did two tv movies before he did falcon and the snowman Damn right and And he never really came back i mean he did the believers is a um kind of a cult film and then he did pacific heights with michael keaton mm. but you know yeah he's clearly uh he never he never got back on top of his game after that
2: yeah like that really that really derailed it
0: But anyway, I uh you know, I still like it. I'm still a fan of it. It's just not it's not where I thought it was going to be. I was like I remember it being like one of my favorite movies when mm. I was younger, and um now it's a three and a half. So
2: what about uh Steve Zalian?
0: It's his first writing credit, apparently. Mm. Uh you know, He's fine. I don't know. He's not one of these... Like, he's not somebody I hold in high esteem or anything. Yeah, because I'm looking... He's done some good stuff, but I wouldn't say he's, like, you know... Yeah. Like, wrote... all
2: all the movies on here, like, I wouldn't see where, like, the script would really be, like, the big factor in any in any of these it movies. It really just
0: feels like he's he's more of a writer like a, a he's like the typical hollywood writer you know what i mean he's, mm. he's, he doesn't get credit nobody knows his name but yeah. he writes these movies and the movies are very successful they're very conventional in a way right and uh you know sometimes uh i mean he oh he wrote the um he wrote the screenplay for the, scorsese's next movie the irishman oh oh yeah i forgot he did the night of that was really good uh forgot he like co-created and uh, wrote all those the series on um, HBO
2: right I've heard good things but I haven't seen it yet
0: now it also says he wrote Moneyball but I was under the impression that that was written by uh, Sorkin oh yeah they both have credits on it
2: right and like I thought Robert Town wrote Mission Impossible but I guess Zalian was like
0: yeah, I think I think Robert Town was brought in to punch it up, like, to
2: add dialogue and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think in, like, the De Palma thing, like, I can't remember if De Palma wanted Robert Town, or if the studio, or if Tom Cruise wanted Robert Town, and, like, there were, a, like, a bunch of rewrites on the script, and, like, they kept having to go back and forth between, like, who was actually writing what, and... Mm-hmm. Mm. Tommy always
0: gets his way, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's so high up in the church at this point. Mm-hmm. He's clear, you know. He's hundred yeah, percent clear. So, right, <laughs> there are no thetans left. Right. Ratings, three, three. I went three and a half. So, uh, that's that. Um, moving on to our end of year best of lists. Should we do best of first and then worst? Yeah. Okay. So. Kevin and I have worst God. of lists. Jonathan, you have a worst of list? Oh, I can throw one
1: together. Okay. Quick. Well, maybe do that. <laughs> that's very easy.
0: Um, I have a, I actually have like a top 13, but I'll just quickly Jesus. say my, the 13 through 11, just so I don't have to go through, because we'll take turns going. bit. Al- sure, sure. uh,
3: that's a good
1: idea. Actually, yeah, will do
0: that's that's that. That's what that. I did. Okay. So yeah. let's start at 10 then. Uh, yeah, who wants to start it? At, well, you can't start at 10. You don't have 10, do you?
1: No, I only got five. You've only got five. I've, I, so kevin
0: and i will go until we get to five and then we'll rotate sure yeah sounds good kevin number 10 mandy mandy excellent film might make an appearance number 10 got pushed back a lot because i kept seeing better movies than it but it's still good and i stand by it uh bradley cooper's directorial debut a star is born number 10 best film of the year insanity You didn't even fucking see it.
1: I'll never see it. Was that a
0: four or four and a half? It was a four. Okay. A a weak year for things that I've seen. There's going to be quite a few fours. Okay. Hmm. Kevin, number nine. Number nine, First Reformed. First Reformed at number nine is a travesty. You should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Uh, Number nine for me is the house that Jack built, which we just briefly mentioned and talked about.
2: Okay. Number eight, Hereditary.
0: Number eight for Hereditary is a travesty. You should be ashamed of yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I, I actually just got Hereditary. Uh, Nicole bought it for me for my birthday. Gave mm. it to me this morning on Blue. Very nice. excited to revisit it at some point.
2: How do you think she... Is she, would she,
0: she? I've told her she has to watch it with me now that she bought it, and she said no, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was no. going to say it. Like... I think she wants to see it, but she's very scared to watch it.
2: I can understand.
0: Number eight for me is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Which uh, I feel like will even go higher when I rewatch it. Okay, I rewatched the bathroom fight online. we just the other day. hyped it up so hard. It's so <laughs> yeah. fucking good, though. It's so good.
2: Okay, number seven, Andre the Giant, the documentary from HBO.
0: Number seven for Andre the Giant, way too high. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't it's a travesty. See. Blah, didn't, blah, blah, didn't, blah. didn't see it. Uh, number seven for me is Mandy, the uh, true position of Mandy, where Mandy should be. Number seven.
2: Go ahead. Let's see. Number six, "Ballad of Buster Scruggs."
0: Number six for me is "Black Klansman," directed by Spike Lee.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, here we go. Number five. So you're going to do number five, then Jonathan's going to go, and then me.
2: Okay. Number five, Deadpool two. Deadpool two. Oh, Jonathan's
0: number Travis five Steve. as well. Good. Okay, Jonathan, <laughs> Deadpool two is your number five. Uh, my number five is.
1: Just kidding. Go ahead, John. My number five is. Uh, is Black Klansman.
0: Nice, nice. Mm. My number five is Sicario: Day of the Soldado. Just an excellently violent, nihilistic piece of filmmaking. Josh Brolin, just the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, you know,
2: <laughs> he just hates everyone in this movie, and I love it. Number four: Flight of the Concords, live in London. What? <laughs>
0: Are these movies still or? What? <laughs> it's
2: a concert movie, and as we as we pointed out on the uh, Jim Jarmusch list, concert movies count. So oh, Jesus,
0: only
1: one that directed by
2: Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Uh, I I can't decide between these two movies. A tie for number four. A Tie for number four. All right, Sicario. Which blew me away because it, it, it's not like super great, but it's like it, it could have been like the worst shit I've ever made. I feel like it doesn't feel and like a cash
0: grab, it's it not, feels it like a, a genuine standalone film that works it's on its own merit. It's good, nice. I agree.
1: And uh, Mission Impossible. Fallout, okay, that's okay. fine,
0: that's a fine yeah. double bill. Uh, my number four best movie of the year is uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Which I was telling Jonathan, uh, if you don't listen to the Mark Maron podcast regularly, check out the Tim Blake Nelson episode that just got recorded. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Nice. So, so good. So enjoyable to listen to. Awesome. And uh, talk about a guy who you just know nothing about just yeah. going into it, but you you realize, like, I don't know anything about this guy, you know, and then you find out everything. It's great.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's see. Yeah, Buster Scruggs, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and there's some, like, concentration camp movie he was in with like mira sorvino and harvey Keitel. that's the gray
0: zone he talks that's about it. that yeah, he directed
2: yeah. that actually oh right right he right.
0: directed that and then he also directed the uh shakespeare adaptation O. Oh, okay with um he did that yeah with julia styles and josh hartnett oh
2: wow. okay yeah that's like um hmm. like finding out like uh louis ck wrote and directed pootie tang <laughs> yeah exactly it is weird
0: yeah that's always weird to me too i've never i've always that. been wanting to watch pootie tang right. just to see but. yeah
2: okay so number three the favorite
0: number now let's just point out i feel i feel i have to point out that the favorite is uh kevin's six out of five but there are some other six out three. of
2: fives on in the, on this list too. you
0: can only have two six out of fives a year kevin
2: we didn't establish Are you not that. Familiar
0: with the, we didn't establish anything. This is a film <laughs> junk rule. This comes from film junk. We're not film junk. I know. So you're just going to break the
2: rules? <laughs> That's one of the rules. You have to break a rule.
0: Oh, my ah! God. Sorry. My uh, number. Th- oh, sorry. It's, it's Jonathan's <laughs> turn. My number three is conceding to Jonathan. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> number three is Mandy. <laughs>
0: It's his third favorite film of the year. Jonathan does not my, see my, enough movies.
1: <laughs> my my third favorite movie of the year is the three and a half. <laughs> I do I really do want to rewatch it
3: really. Brutal. <laughs>
0: um my third favorite film of the year is my first five out of five of the year, You Were Never Really Here. Mm-hmm. Which uh Joaquin just rules and it's so bloody. I love again?
2: it. Not yet. Not yet, yeah. Like, it's on Amazon Prime, Prime, yeah. Prime now. They, so. they own it. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Mm. Mm. Okay, number two, Death of Stalin. Ooh, very
0: high, very high. Mm. Very, very high. Number two,
1: Ballad of Buster Scrub. Whoa, that's good. Mm. That's good.
0: My number two film of the year is my six out of five for the year, Hereditary, which uh, blew me away. Uh, very, very disturbing film. Great, great stuff, really, just uh you know, you want to go home and just ruin your evening, check this movie out,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, number one, I don't think it'll be a surprise to anyone, Isle of Dogs <laughs> all right, jeez, Isle of Dogs, <laughs> number one is uh first reform.
0: My number one film of the year is also First Reformed. Really? Paul Schrader's best film that he's ever made. It's uh, an absolute masterpiece. And uh, anywhere but number one, just kill yourself because there's no reason to have this movie on your list. It's mention no, one. for real, mm.
1: for real. Deadpool two. Okay. You didn't even like Deadpool too. Comic book movies done right. You're such a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk off. And an ocean of shit. I have three.
0: Uh, I have three quick. Have you guys um,
2: seen the trailer for the uh, this? Uh, yeah, like the, the Fred re- Savage thing. Yeah, yeah, like it is Marvel. Uh, it's Marvel licensed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like the Beatles produced by Nickelback.
2: It's music, but it's still shit. Yeah.
0: I have three honorable mentions. Uh, the aforementioned sisters brothers. Best-looking movie of the year. Should have been on the list, but just got edged out. Mm. Don't worry, won't get far on foot. Just an excellent picture. And am I right? Or Jack Black for Best Supporting Actor? I mean, come I on. He was come fantastic.
2: On. Come on.
0: Legitimately fantastic. <laughs> he's playing two different roles, essentially. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah. he's one guy, and then 10 years later, he's a totally different guy. It's yeah, and brilliant. he pulls it off so oh, yeah. well. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chappaquiddick, I think, has to be mentioned. This was on my list for a while. Mm. Got edged out. So, uh Yeah. Those are our top uh, films of the year. So moving well, on I've to got honorable mentions. Oh, I'm sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. I didn't realize. I apologize.
2: Yeah. Uh, House that Jack built crazy rich Asians. And don't worry. He won't get far on foot.
0: I should also mention that um, this list. I'm not posting this list because it's yeah. uh, it's horseshit uh, because I haven't seen like a lot of stuff. I, right, I, right. I still need to see Widows. I still need to see The Favorite. I still need to see First Man. I still need to see Madeline's Madeline. I still need to see They Shall Not Grow Old. I have Jeez, a lot of films dude. to watch. I want I just downloaded Damsel today. I just want, I have a lot of shit to watch That's and uh so I'm not posting this until I watch all of those things. Mm. But um anyway, moving on to our worst of worst of the year. Right. Absolute the the lowest of the low, the dog shit cinema. That should not have been made. See, if I, there were a god, these films would not be allowed to be made. Th-
1: this is my list right here because I watch so much shit. Yeah, this year. Jonathan only just, watches bad movies. Just garbage.
0: He managed to slip in First Reformed, but in between bad movies, just
1: <laughs> shit.
0: Okay, go ahead. What's your first uh, number
2: five? Okay, number five. Oh, I have a top. How, I have how, a top
1: eight or bottom eight.
2: Okay, I'll I, do
0: my three. I could do my three as honorable mentions.
2: Sure. Okay, I. I only have a bottom five. Okay,
0: well, I'll do my three honorable mentions at the end. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Okay, me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Number five is Quiet Place. Uh, Whoa, that's going against the grain,
0: my friend. People love this movie. Why was this made again? I watched all the. uh, I watched the. I watched the kills on YouTube, and they are hysterical. Like when he screams at that one.
1: It's just. I mean, it's just.
0: I had to cover my mouth because I was, like, laughing in the middle of one of my <laughs> yeah. classes. And I don't want the kids to know I was watching that. I like, oh, my God. It's not good. All right. Well, my number five is uh, Den of Thieves.
3: <laughs> oh, <my> God.
0: <laughs> Which I had to see because it just, like, because of the heat connection. You know, it's a clear uh, rip off of heat. And uh looked like it could have some fun action. Uh, I was wrong on both counts. A real, a real piece of shit. And everybody involved should be shot immediately. Hunt hunt them down, (laughs) listeners. Uh, Just one of the worst uh, twists in recent movie history. A real embarrassment. Mm. Den of Thieves. Go ahead. Uh,
2: So my number five worst was uh, The Other Side of the Wind. I feel like this may be kind of unfair because, you know, Orson Welles didn't finish the movie. But at the same time, like I feel like whoever got their hands on the movie and put it together probably could have done a better job. Hmm.
0: Um, I still want to oh, yeah. watch it. Oh, that reminds me another movie I need to watch. Uh, Roma, which is on Netflix. Oh right and 22 yeah. July. but Roma, I actually started watching this morning. was gonna try to squeeze it in for this episode because I was like, I was like, I'll watch it. It might make the top 10. But I got 15 minutes into it, and I just was like, kept thinking about Sisters Brothers. Had to play Red Dead, so I played Red Dead for four and a half hours instead. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was uh, the like, right choice. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Um, so uh, my number four worst movie of the year. No wait, it's Jonathan's turn. Oh yeah, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I keep uh, my Number you.
1: four is. Uh, this is going to be controversial as fuck. Oh no. <gasps>
0: First reform somehow It's on both lists.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Black Panther. This is overrated. This is like That's okay. beyond overrated.
0: Who's that controversial to? Everyone. Oh, Kevin liked that a lot, didn't you? No,
2: I mean this, this movie I, is like universally. I liked, praised. I liked it, but I'm not gonna like. It's, u- it, it's defend like it. universally praised. Like, no, I
1: understand that. I'm and
0: just. And it's saying, not like, necessarily
1: bad. It's just. It looked it's pretty bad. Not good. This movie's not good.
0: Okay. Anyway, I believe you. My
1: number four.
2: How about the, uh, who did the score? Wiz Khalifa or somebody? I don't care. I, well, like, Common? K- Kendrick Lamar, oh, like, Kendrick Lamar cur- curated the soundtrack. Oh, just
0: die with the word
1: curated. Yeah, which <laughs>
2: yeah. does that even mean. Like, Someone explain that to me. He what chose the mean?
0: songs you know the word curated means
1: what does that even mean <laughs> like what does that even mean <laughs> yeah I mean... all right
0: uh my number four is uh made a, playlist. a movie that you know i should have seen as being bad before i saw it but I, I i don't know i had faith in the filmmakers and the actors and i was wrong boy erased is a terrible movie uh worse than den of thieves
2: go ahead <laughs> <laughs> wow okay. my, my number four hold the dark <laughs>
0: Hold the I'm, Dark is an honorable mention for me I should okay, say it was number okay. 6 on the list
2: <laughs> All right Yeah I mean this was just like I expected so much from Jeremy Saulnier and it say, did not deliver right. in the least Ex- There's like the one scene with like the shootout and like the guy who plays the sheriff in the town is a de- is decent yeah. but everything else is just meandering dumb like what are what are you even doing? It's a mood piece. I, 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 I guess that's all I ever hear about it is how people think it's
0: great because of the mood, and I'm just like, that's that's like one tiny component. Like the rest of it sucks. Like I don't understand. Yeah, how. I mean, like what is interesting about this movie? Yeah, another Riley Keough performance though. So you gotta love that. She's naked in everything she's ever fucking in. She gets naked in this one. You remember? She she? she snuggles oh, yeah, him and then right. wants that's her right. to, wants him to choke
2: her. That's right. Yeah.
0: And then she takes her top off in the house of Jack built. It's like right, her right. job is to get naked in movies. It's weird.
2: Yeah, her and uh what's uh, what's her face? Paz? Paz de la Huerta. That's it. <laughs> that's it. She
0: is yeah, she's more often than not unclothed.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Watch <laughs> Boardwalk Empire season one. She's oh God, not she yeah. never has clothes on. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> Number three, uh Jurassic World Fallen Kingdoms. Ah
0: the fact that you saw this is
1: <laughs> why? Why did you see this? Uh, I was with Annie and Drew and my wife, and when they just like, let's go see Jurassic World. You
0: went to the theater to see it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's even worse. You spent so much money to it, see this I movie. Did,
1: yeah. It was so bad. how
0: Drew like it? Did he fall asleep during it?
1: <laughs> he doesn't like movies. I know he hates
0: movies. It's such a weird. <laughs> what a weirdo.
1: It was just. Jurassic Park, dude, just stop. Stop this shit. Stop yeah. the train.
0: People are way too. Um, it's just nostalgia. It's like, like rewatch Jurassic Park. It's it's okay. It's not that great. It's not a, this is not Supreme cinema here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a yeah. fucking popcorn movie. I don't understand where we, you know, like, like, the, like the Disney stuff. Like people go back and say, you know, oh my God, dude, Lion King is so fucking good. It's like, why? Because you liked it when you were nine? Like, it's not, it's just a movie. It's like a piece of shit, like Hollywood distributed. You know, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> skillfully made and everything, but it's like, it's not as if it's illuminating anything on the human condition or right? anything. Someone, you know what I mean? someone like, asked me that today. They were like, the uh, fucking have Lion
1: you seen the, the new, the, the Mowgli movie on uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, no. The dark retelling. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so good, man. It's so good. I was like, I, I was like, Okay, I remember the Jungle Book very well. Favorite movie as my kid, I, as a kid, and uh, I was just like, there, "There's no way this is good." Like, well, it, this is it, based it, on the book, not
0: the. Regardless, Disney just, film. I know there's
1: no music. I asked them, I was, I "Was like, do they actually sing the songs?" Though they're like, "No." That's in the so Disney Jungle, jungle.
0: They, Book remake. They do in the John Favreau remake. Yeah.
1: yeah, I saw that too. That was terrible. That was terrible. Um, um, yeah, just stop making. it. You know what's funny? I was listening. Movies. I was
0: listening to another podcast, and um, they were talking about the Jungle Book. When it first, when the trailer first came out, and they were saying it was yeah. going to bomb, they were like, "This is going to bomb so hard." And they were like, "There was talk that they were going to do a Lion King uh, uh, adaptation as well." It's like, I was like, "I don't think there's no way they can do Lion King. They'll never do that." And this is going to bomb so hard. It's just going to put the brakes Damn, in the on thing. the whole thing. And it's like everything's happening <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. The Aladdin, Aladdin thing with Have you seen Will back the, the back. Will Smith genie? Have you seen him?
2: Which I didn't. Yeah. realize. it's I didn't, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that Guy Ritchie is in charge of this Aladdin remake. I didn't either. He didn't direct it, though, huh? I'm not. The fact that his name is even mentioned around it is astonishing to me.
0: I agree with that. Uh, he did. He is directing it. Oh Jesus, age Christ!
2: Shit. So, are we gonna get Black Hawk Down in Agrabah?
0: Well, he didn't direct <laughs> with, Black Hawk with Down with Ghost Town so... playing in the background. <laughs> I mean, his last movie was the King Arthur film that oh, failed. That's, that's, so, I mean, mm. it seems pretty much up his alley at this point. Guy yeah, Ritchie is yeah. a shitty director. Um, my number three worst film of the year is Red Sparrow. Uh, just a, a real mess. Uh, I don't – Jennifer Lawrence, you know, God bless her. I, she's got talent, but this is not uh, the
1: picture. I Only don't, in Mother, yeah.
0: Yeah, in Mother, she's great. I don't know how you went from Mother to doing this. It's just
2: very bizarre to me. It's not a good movie. Mm. Uh my number 3 is Fahrenheit 451 from HBO. It's it really just misses the whole point of the book and it's really poorly made.
1: Mm that sucks. Yeah,
2: like and, yeah, like, I expect better, better from Michael B. Jordan and um, Michael Shannon. Well,
0: Michael Shannon's just an HBO stable actor. He has to that, do whatever yeah. they ask him to do. So he's probably contractually obligated to appear in anything they ask him to appear in. So. <laughs> Pretty much. And we, I think we made you. You were in Borg Empire. You, we own you. Yeah. You're going to be in this remake. We Deal made with it. you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I can just imagine them like Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror Picture Show. I made you, and I can break you just as easily. Exactly, that's them. Yeah, to Michael Shannon. Yes,
0: Shannon.
2: Number two. Number two.
1: Ready Player One. <laughs> just gross. I figured. Gross movie.
0: Those. That's uh, two Spielberg-related films on your t- bottom five. If you you know yeah. consider Jurassic World a sequel to his film, so um,
1: Ready Player One. It's just everything that is wrong with today. Like, it is just, and like, it, nostalgia aside, because they kind of like, they kind of just force it in, like, you know, it's, 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 nostal- all, everything's nostalgic because the creator was nostalgic for the, like, it's just stop, it, 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 just stop, like, just stop, just like, stop, <laughs> you, you made it the way it is because that's the way, is that's how it's going to make a shitload of money. Sure. People are going to see Transformers and go, fuck, I'm going to see this. And it's like right and Freddy (laughs) Krueger and two hundred thousand other things. Iron Giant, piece of shit. I hate it.
0: (laughs) It looked like a lot of fun. I love the Rush song in the trailer and. uh, (laughs) Um, my number uh, two worst film of the year, uh, Annihilation, which was an absolute uh, disaster. Really hard to get through. Just so boring, so lame, terrible effects. Mm. Awful acting. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Say some for me. Bad story. (laughs) Pretentious as fuck. Moving on. Um,
2: So my number two, A Quiet Place. Like, from from all the hype that was put up around this movie, and the fact that it did not deliver, and, like, fucking John Krasinski is on the cover of Smithsonian Magazine as visionary director John Krasinski, I'm like... Like, have you seen brief interviews with hideous men? I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's terrible. Like uh, any of you guys listen to uh, KMFDM?
0: Don't know what that no. is. KMFDM.
2: Yeah, it's an industrial metal band. <laughs> no. All right, all right. No. so they they have they have a song called uh, Megalomaniac, and there's a line in the song, "In the age of super boredom, hype and mediocrity," and oh, it's yeah. like. Like that song was recorded in 97. Hmm. And it's so much more relevant now 20 years later. There's
0: a line like that in that Company Flow song also.
2: Hmm.
0: What what in the fire in which you burn where he says um he says something about mediocrity. He says uh he says he says something about academia and mediocrity and how it's more accepted. I don't know, I'd have to look it up, but it's it's very it's a similar sentiment.
1: Yeah, yeah. My biggest problem with that movie is uh, John, Kras- John Krasinski is Jim forever. Like, he, he, he cannot escape Jim. Well,
0: that's not
3: fair.
1: He, no, no, no. The way he talks is Jim. Well, he is That is the problem, though. It's like he should have like at least put on some other voice for the character in The Office. Like, if you're ever on a sitcom, act a little different than your normal self.
2: Yeah. It's like... I, <sighs> Like at least Martin Freeman, when he was in the British office, was concerned about looking into cameras for the rest <laughs> of his career. Um, it's but yeah, just, like
1: it's hard to watch. It's, it was hard, It's hard to watch him in movies.
2: Yeah, and like so. Yeah, so there's that, and then like the fact that the movie, like they obviously didn't think like anything through as far as like the mechanics of these creatures and the mechanics of the plot and. You know all this other stuff. Like they're able to figure out all these other things, like, like how to how to have a child survive with a gas, with you know with an oxygen mask and everything. But they still weren't able to figure out what frequency jars these creatures into immobility.
3: Yeah, I, uh, like I no found, one
2: had a fucking tone generator.
0: I found the lyric. Uh,
2: uh
0: bathe within my excrement, bitch. Parody. <laughs> 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 Your insanity is my clarity. Not to mention. Convention is the great war weapon disguised under the guise of institutionalism, that's but right. still prison. the bad batch of jism. <laughs> uh, that's l p amazing his his really ver- good white rapper. His, his his verse in this song is the like the pinnacle of rap for me. it's like there's nothing better than it. it's so good he's He's rapping so
2: quickly that it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Do you guys listen to Aesop rock. Uh, I I heard a little bit, yeah. Okay, I have not because like he like on his first album he does a thing with LP. So. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. So uh, number two for you, right? Or no, number, number one. Number, number one, one for you.
1: Go ahead. Annihilation, of course. Biggest turd yeah. of the year. Uh, biggest letdown of the year. Um,
0: That's another movie I need to see before yeah. before I make yes. my list. Vox Lux, which is also oh, playing yeah. in the theaters right now. Oh. Right. Is it? Yeah, yeah. and the oh, mu- okay. and the mule. Gotta see that too. See, it's like so much shit you gotta see. I'm sorry, go ahead. Annihilation. Anyway,
1: annihilation. Uh just could have been something good and just wasn't. Not, I mean, it's just a giant I agree. Pile of shit. Uh everything about it is terrible. It's boring, like you said. Yeah.
0: The story's not interesting. It's not it's not real, told not. well. It doesn't look good. No.
1: And uh the
0: idea uh, is really like the idea of like the species intermingling and creating these mutant creatures is so like silly it's like such a larkin idea you know
1: <laughs> and even down to just like little things like <clears throat> oscar isaac in any part of this movie is just makes me want to die like, he's terrible like it's i'm sorry like the character's bad the idea is bad like ah and she yeah. like plays the record that she plays like a neil young song or something yeah, yeah. That's that's brutal. It no, it's
0: though? not Neil Young. It's like a Crosby, Stills and Nash. Oh song. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, it sucks. Just yeah, it's just bad. I, I hated it.
0: It's uh, truly terrible. Truly, truly. Don't, don't. Please, don't waste your time with this.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my number one as well. I'll go ahead and say like, it's <laughs> wow. just like, like, like. I walked. I walked out of the theater going like, you know what? Yeah, movies are too expensive these days. But Jesus Christ, I want my fucking money back. Sure. Because, It felt yeah, like a sci-fi like, movie.
1: Like a sci-fi channel movie. Like, yeah. It's like. Yeah. It's like one one step.
0: It's like a. It's, it's like, like a, half a step from. it's Yeah. It's like if, uh, if sci-fi channel suddenly got like an endowment of like $100 million to make a movie. This is what they would make. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and like, you know, just the disappointment of like. I mean, well. I don't know. When we talked about Ex Machina, we all kind of. I think we all kind of realized that like dread is probably the best thing that Alex Garland has been involved with x Machina like, yeah, is like a good foundation though like it's like mm. it's
1: not it's not bad I, I don't like it but it's like right. that's what I was like going into this movie I was like you know that wasn't terrible like it was a good starting point but, like this could be good and like right, the right. title was cool I was like Annihilation that sounds cool you know like and like the trailer was like kind of mysterious mm-hmm. but man it sucked
2: like, yeah i mean it's <laughs> it's just it's just fucking terrible and, and oh like, and, oh and the score what you mean you mean <laughs> you mean the constant the, yeah
1: the fart sounds uh yeah fart synth, what pat, what, pat, what, what passes synths. as a score <laughs> i'm sorry dude that was just lazy trash it was garbage that's yeah. okay
0: yeah it's okay don't be sorry it's terrible because no, it, it is, is
1: it's by uh jeff Barrow or whatever from a... Oh, yeah, Jeff
0: Barrow, yeah. yeah. No, it was, but it wasn't like, I, I, I remember the. he had a lot of acoustic guitar in it, which made no sense to me. I don't know if you guys remember that. There was a lot of acoustic guitar, yeah, like picking and stuff end, in it, which like, was
1: oh, disgusting. Right, uh, ridiculous shit at the end.
2: Yeah, I mean, after the hired hand, you can't do acoustic guitar in, music, in movies anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just can't. I was trying to think of another, other scores that, like, there's so few scores that use that instrument in that way. And uh, I really can't think of many like at all but um my i i unfortunately uh was the only one here who saw the uh, a much worse movie than annihilation uh the, this year which was the god inside my ear which is my number one oh, worst movie right. of the year and uh which one was this one again this is the uh new orleans filmmaker oh, joe ba- Baden or baden's film mean, that he insisted we watch <laughs> now i was not going to include this because it felt un- it felt unfair comparing it they're yeah. putting on a list of the rest of these. But at the same time, he made it as a feature. He wants it to be talked about in this way. I think so. Sorry, you know, if you're gonna put it out there with the big boys, it's gonna be the worst of the bunch. And uh it really is. It's not good at all. And mm-hmm. I I hope he does something better next time. I wouldn't tell him to stop making movies, just make something that's less derivative and more interesting next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, God inside my year, worst movie of the year. <laughs> Um, your life's passion. Worst movie.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sorry,
0: bud. Okay. Yeah. Your your movie shit. Can't help you. Yeah. Uh. Well, I guess that's pretty much gonna do it for the show.
2: Right. Uh. Well, I guess we need to call Jr. And
0: do you really want to call Jr.?
2: Let you have done you, it before. While he's
0: while he's moving. He didn't email. No, he was supposed to email us. I'll tell you what. I'll text him. Why don't we you can pause it. Vamp okay. for a little while, and I'll right, uh, wait right. for him to. uh Vamping means you talk amongst yourselves. Well, we were about oh, okay, to until <laughs> we were so rudely
2: interrupted. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I'm Good wondering. Stuff. Spoiler alert ahead. I'm wondering in this Mowgli movie, like I don't know if any of y'all have read uh, the I, jung- the no, actual Jungle Book, but like Shere Khan dies in like the first ten pages. He's trampled to death by a herd of elephants. I'm wondering if. I'm wondering if Andy Serkis is going to include that in this Mowgli movie, or if he's just going to keep Shere Khan as yeah, these uh, as people the main are. Were villain. keep
1: pestering me about watching it, so I'm probably going to watch it. Right. I don't know. What it's weirdos like,
0: do you work with who
1: are insisting? Yeah, in I watch was going to Mowgli. Add, tell them it's, it's these older ladies. Oh they're just like, You got to see it. It's so good. I'm like, yeah. They older, just keep asking. I'm just like, I'm just going to just it. tell them you I'm saw it. it. No, because then they're going to ask me about it.
0: You'd be like, ah, I like the I like the part where the kid uh, swings no, on if a vine. No, it's
1: shitty, I want to tell them it's shitty.
0: Tell them it's shitty. I watch it. I don't like
3: it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Stop talking to me about movies. Yeah, Do your jobs. That's the worst. Go yeah. bake something.
2: Yeah. Like that. that's one of the hardest things about like, you know, trying to recommend movies to people at the library and you're like, oh, uh, why don't you watch, uh, you're not going to want to watch that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's brilliant, but you're probably going to come back and go like, what did you have me watch?
0: Why even bother? You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's pointless. Yeah,
0: people don't understand things they just want, you know, a lot of most people just want to watch a movie because, you know, they want to just want to watch something I can you know, think about in the moment and then forget about after, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and uh, that's fine, you know
3: Yeah.
0: that's why I don't I don't do a lot of talking about movies with people who aren't you know, you guys or my wife or whoever, but because it just, it just, you know you're going to end up saying something that (laughs) you shouldn't say, and
2: Yeah, like all of of a sudden they're going to get really upset and you're not going to quite know why. And then it's like, oh. And then it's like, well, if it's really like that important to you, then maybe it's good that this didn't work out.
0: Did you, Jonathan, did you watch that clip that I sent you of the Saturday Night Live?
1: Uh, The Weezer thing? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny.
0: That's good. Do you see this, Kevin? No. Matt Damon is Matt has hosted Saturday Night Live. Uh Uh-huh and there was a, a sketch he did where he and um, the black lady from Ghostbusters uh-huh. I can't remember her name they get in an argument about Weezer and they're oh. talking about which which Weezer album is the best
1: <laughs> I mean his argument is completely indefensible it's, it's got, like, he's like, like Ratitude
0: is still is good and this case, the, like, Pork and Beans is better than uh, what did he say Pork and Beans is sweater better than the sweater song that, yeah. <laughs> and then he said he goes no offense but burn in hell <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was my like favorite their career begins with the green album or something yeah. I guess. Like, <laughs> wow. like, what?
0: it's really fun. funny
1: i enjoyed that quite a bit
2: uh yeah. that's funny <laughs> that's something i've like noticed i've found myself on the opposite end of a lot of people like i am not that into their second album Whose name I can't remember now. Pinkerton? Yeah, I'm just not. That I'm not into it.
0: Pinkerton's not as good as the one
2: that has all people the hits on it. I like the that one that album. has
0: the hits on it.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the blue album. Blue album. The hits
0: are hits for real. They're good songs. I mean, I don't know, yeah. I mean, Pinkerton has a good song on it.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I feel Pink,
0: like, pink Triangle rules.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I don't know. It seems like most people like want to like Pinkerton. They want to seem like they like it. You know, yeah. like it's the popular it. thing it's to say. A story yeah. behind
1: it too. He was like in exile and shit or something like it like personal torment and shit. I
2: don't know, some bullshit. He exiled himself? Yeah. He was studying at
0: Harvard. So he like, wasn't give in the graveyard. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. yeah but he was getting like a math degree at Harvard and like doing and still doing Weezer stuff and like
0: In personal exile. He, he, was, <laughs> at yeah, <Harvard>. yeah. <laughs> he was trying to do that genius thing.
2: Yeah, it like, didn't work out for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, JR says he sent us something. Uh not seeing it, so yeah, not sure if
1: he tell him to just text well what is his uh it's his pick.
0: It is his well, is it his pick?
1: Yeah. It's his pick. It's a synaptic yeah. key and then uh the uh black robe. Yeah. Uh what do uh, you think of black robe, john I'll give it a four. Cool. <laughs>
0: That's what he thought of it. For right. It. Yeah.
1: For <laughs> it. All films are condensed down to uh, <laughs>
2: star ratings. Star ratings, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna to have to do a lot of
0: editing on this
1: episode. No, I wanna I want to rewatch it on like not YouTube though. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. There's I can't believe you watched a YouTube horrific. print that that it's brutal yeah, looking, yeah. man.
1: It was terrible. Yeah. It looked like a VHS. Worse yeah, like VHS. it's not
0: coming through. I don't know, man. I think uh I think JR's having some technical difficulties here.
1: Tell, mm. tell him the text to text the pick.
0: Just yeah, I'll just
2: Oh, it does have a Blu-ray release. Wait a minute.
0: So, um JR is deciding not to text me back at this point and uh claims he sent in some feedback for us, but I don't see it. So uh I'm going to go ahead and call him a liar at this point and say we don't need that kind of filth on our show. Kind of a dick. You're fired, JR. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Please come back for one last episode. Um, That's going to do it for our end of the year show. We might have another show before the actual end of the year. I don't promise anything. It all depends on JR. And uh, it is his pick for next time. So right now,
1: we know nothing.
0: There is no pick for next episode. The show is in jeopardy. The future of the show is uncertain.
1: What, what would the possible last movie that he would ever be able to pick?
0: Well, he's got, like, a list of, like, 50 movies or something. Yeah, it's some ridiculous. So I don't know what he's going to – he's probably just going to be like, pick a number, and then you pick the number, yeah. and then he's like, right. right. Just uses it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Visit our website at Co. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And then uh, so if you're interested in sending us some questions, anything at all we can read on the show – and respond to. We'd really love that. Our email address is feedback at filmiacpodcast dot com. Or is it? Maybe that's why he can't get through to us. Maybe he sent it to that email, and the email doesn't work. Yeah, we should try that. I'll do. It. I'll send something to <laughs> us right now. Okay. <laughs> On air experiment, Film Yak Podcast at. Oh, feedback nope. at filmiacpodcast.com, sorry. Feedback at Okay. I'm gonna send us a Okay, here we go. Here it comes sending sent. Check your email. Do you see it?
2: No, I'm refreshing. Oh, it's
0: so that that's so the problem. What? what? Oh, never mind. There it is. I just got oh. it. Oh, it says address not found.
2: <gasps> so we could have been getting feedback all this because
0: time. Because the domain doesn't exist. Filmiakpodcast.com cannot be found. So let me try this. I'm going to try to send it to feedback at co. What do you think? It's worth a shot. Sending sent. Here we go. I'll tell you what, man. Podiant glitchy as fuck, man. Apparently, our our podcast is not available on Stitcher. The last week,
3: uh-huh. that's
0: why there's like so few downloads for Black Robe.
3: Huh.
2: Why?
0: Because we have like a hundred and something downloads for the episode before that, but then yeah. Black Robe is like nineteen or something. And we oh,
2: finally got to nineteen. Yeah, like
0: Jr. says it's not. Uh, it's not on Stitcher. Mm. Which is like a, you know a huge yeah. podcast app, yeah. so they're fucking man, they're fucking up.
2: Any idea like so we had like the was like they paid us for that uh, King Kong blog.
0: Oh, I need meant to mention that to you guys. I need money because <laughs> they're yeah, charging was... me again for that. That that ended in October. That oh, mon- okay. that money ran out oh, of really? October. It did? It did. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it's okay. Just 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 start paying me for this <laughs> okay. It's well, 13, it? it's a month. Okay. It's 13 it's 13.99 a month. Okay. Divided by 4, I guess, if JR decides,
2: you know, he's yeah. part of it and he, I don't know. I'm refreshing my email. It's not sh- not showing up. I'm not so. getting it either. Okay. This is
0: fucked. Okay, so uh go ahead and uh, disregard what I just said about sending us information. What you can do to get in touch with us is go to our Facebook page at Filmyak Uh, Facebook page. I don't know how you... How do you get to the Facebook page? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know. You just like... You go to Facebook. You type in Film Yak and our page shows up, right? And it's got a picture of a yak. And, uh,
2: yeah. yeah. A yak with a mop top. Yeah, it's a yak with like hair. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, no face.
2: Yes, just the top of the head.
0: Yeah. Go there. Oh, facebook.com slash podcast. Go to our, our page. You can post on there or you can uh, send us uh, a message on there and we will read it and respond to it on the air. So please do that if you're so inclined. Check out our blog. Check out everything. Keep watching movies. Keep cinema alive because God knows that Netflix and Kurt Russell are trying to kill it. Yeah. So we got to fight back. Uh, until next time. Happy Christmas and a Merry New Year. And happy Festivus. I bought um, Kevin here a Festivus pole for for Christmas. And if you press the buttons, it's supposed to Frank's talks, I think. Apparently. Or maybe you gotta put batteries in it. I don't know.
2: There should be a battery in it. I know, you would think so. Yeah, because I pulled the thing
0: out. Oh, really? I don't know then. It's broken already. So, uh... Anyways, until next time. It must have been some doll. I know. She was. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
3: And with Frosty the Snowman, Christmas was always very merry indeed. You
1: have a merry Christmas.
3: Frosty the Snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye saying, don't you cry.
2: I'll be back on Christmas Day.
3: Because Snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye, saying, Don't you cry.
0: I'll be back on Christmas Day.